Welcome to the Opinionated Optimist Podcast, the podcast that reviews anything that's worth reviewing. Hi everyone, it's Brian, your host, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Opinionated Optimist Podcast. Tonight i like to talk about uh, five iconic film roles that were almost played by different actors. First on the list would be Eric Stoltz as Marty McFly in Back to the Future. When it came to casting the role of Marty McFly in Back to the Future, actor Michael J. Fox was the first choice for the role. However, at the time, Michael J. Fox was filming a sitcom called Family Ties, and the show's producer, Gary David Goldberg, refused to let Michael J. Fox off the show, as he considered Fox a crucial part of the show's success. This left Back to the Future's director, Robert Semeckis, with two remaining choices for the role, C. Thomas Howe or Eric Stoltz. Eventually, Semeckis decided to cast Eric Stoltz as Marty McFly due to his incredible performance in the movie, Mask. For the next five weeks, Zemeckis filmed Eric Stoltz portraying Marty McFly until he realized Stoltz's performance was way too dramatic and that Bob Gale and himself had written the character of Marty to be more of a comical character. It also didn't help that Eric Stoltz was a method actor and refused to get out of character even when the cameras were not rolling. Stoltz even went as far as to demand everybody refer to him as Marty at all times. This behavior greatly annoyed all the cast and crew, especially actor Thomas F. Wilson, who portrayed the character Biff. Wilson stated that in the cafeteria scene where Biff picks a fight with Marty, Stoltz would repeatedly use all his force when shoving Wilson, which got on Wilson's nerves to the point where he was excited to retaliate in a later scene where Biff punches Marty in the stomach. So after five weeks of this fiasco, director Robert Demexa said it was enough and decided to fire Eric Stoltz. Fortunately, Michael J. Fox's schedule eventually opened up and Goldberg gave Fox a script for Back to the Future. Michael J. Fox was eventually allowed to do the movie under one condition. He would have to rehearse and film Family Ties during the day and then at night he'd be able to film Back to the Future. As a result, Fox would only average three hours of sleep per night due to how much work he had to do. After seeing how perfect for the role Michael J. Fox was, director Robert Zemeckis decided to reshoot every scene that Eric Stoltz had done with Michael J. Fox instead. This was a costly move, but the correct move. The film is much better due to this decision. Now here's a little trivia for you. According to actor Thomas F. Wilson, Stoltz can technically still be seen in the film. In fact, when you see Biff get punched in Lou's Cafe, that's actually Eric Stoltz's fist and not Michael J. Fox's. Second on our list would be Tom Selleck as Indiana Jones in the film Raiders of the Lost Ark. After landing the role of Han Solo in George Lucas's 1977 Star Wars, Harrison Ford found himself as the star of a franchise, and in 1980 he would reprise the role in The Empire Strikes Back. But when Harrison Ford was up for the role of Indiana Jones in Raiders of the Lost Ark, Getting the part wasn't as easy as he thought it would be. This was because George Lucas also co-wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark, and he didn't want Ford to appear in another one of his films. So with George Lucas reluctant to cast Harrison Ford in another one of his films, the production set up a screen test with a fresher face, Tom Selleck.
Both George Lucas and Steven Spielberg thought Tom Selleck was perfect for the role and were ready to start shooting the film. Unfortunately, Tom Selleck had already filmed a pilot for a CBS detective show called Magnum P.I. and could not get out of his contract. Spielberg and Lucas even went as far as to hold out the offer for about a month. The more they held out the offer and talked to the network, the more the network said no. Magnum P.I. would eventually be picked up. It even won Tom Selleck an Emmy, but it was nothing compared to the $1.8 billion franchise he missed out on. And although George Lucas initially did not want to cast Harrison Ford for the role, in retrospect, he has said Harrison Ford was perfect for the part, and he couldn't imagine anybody else being Indiana Jones. Third on the list is one that a lot of people actually know, and that's the fact that Will Smith turned down the role of Neo in the Matrix franchise. What's tragic about this is that by turning down the role in the Matrix, Will Smith actually decided to film the movie Wild Wild West, which ended up being the biggest box office bomb of his early career. Will Smith said he ultimately turned down the role due to a horrible pitch meeting he had with the Wyskowskis. During the pitch, the Wyskowskis tried to describe the film's now iconic freeze frame jump, only to make it sound like, imagine if you could jump in the middle of the jump, but then when people could see around you 360 while you're jumping and you stop jumping. This did not impress Will Smith at all and decided to turn down the role. Looking back at it now, Will Smith is actually very happy that he turned down the role because he feels that Keanu Reeves was perfect for the film. Smith also goes on to state that if he had been cast as Neo, there was a good chance that Val Kilmer would have portrayed Morpheus. So Will Smith now jokingly says he did us all a favor by turning down the role. Fourth on the list is Matt Damon turning down the role of Jake Scully in Avatar. Recently in an interview with British GQ, Matt Damon revealed that James Cameron offered him the starring role in Avatar and even 10% of the film's profit. Ultimately the lead role went to Australian actor Sam Worthington, who's also returning for the Avatar sequels which are set to be released on December 17th of 2021. The fifth and final iconic role that was almost portrayed by another actor was David Warner as Freddy Krueger in A Nightmare on Elm Street. Conceived and written as being an older man, Wes Craven naturally auditioned older actors for the role and it was David Warner who stuck out to him. Warner, who previously portrayed Jennings in The Omen, was originally cast to play Freddy Krueger, going so far as to sit for makeup test. Ultimately, things just weren't meant to be, and Warner soon dropped off the project due to scheduling conflicts. It was then and only then that Wes Craven met Robert England, whose audition was so impressive that Craven had a complete change of heart about the character, and deciding that a younger actor could actually pull off the role if not even better than an older actor could. After all, once the makeup was on, you can't tell the age of the actor underneath anyways. And so with David Warner no longer attached, Robert Engel was hired to take his place, and Freddy Krueger as we know it and love him was born. So there you go, there's my list of five iconic roles that were almost played by a different actor. But before I go, I'd like to mention a couple of honorable mentions. First, Jack Nicholson almost got the starring role of Michael Corleone in The Godfather. Next, Johnny Depp was almost cast as Ferris Bueller in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. John Travolta almost got the lead role as Forrest Gump in Forrest Gump. Believe it or not, the Fonz himself, Henry Winkler, was almost cast as Zanny Zuko in Greece. And finally, Harvey Keitel turned down the starring role of Tom in Taxi Driver to take the lesser role of Sport the Pimp. Well, that about does it for this episode. I thank you for taking the time to listen. Until next time, have a good night.
Thank you for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe so that you may get all future episodes. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching for The Opinionated Optimist. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.